This B Podcast Network show is presented by IXL. IXL's all-inclusive online teaching and learning platform simplifies ed tech needs and accelerates achievement in 95 of the top 100 U.S. school districts. IXL delivers personalized learning across a comprehensive pre-K-12 curriculum, including math, language arts, science, and social studies, and it helps you assess student performance through actionable real-time insights at every level of your school or district. This one solution performs work that typically requires dozens of different tools. Want to find out why so many leading districts trust IXL? Visit IXL.com forward slash B-E. That's IXL.com forward slash B-E. TL Talk Radio Season 4, Episode 26. Welcome to Season 4, Episode 26 of TL Talk Radio, a regular podcast with Lynn Funy-Hatton and Randy Ziganfus, where our goal is to engage you in learning, motivate you to share your work, and inspire you to lead for the change we need in schools for the digital age. I'm Randy Ziganfus. And I'm Lynn Funy-Hatton. Good morning, Randy. Good morning, Lynn. So really excited today. We're speaking with Yvonne Bleem, author of A to Z of Being the Best Leader You Can Be. And uh, Yvonne is a has her doctorate of strategic leadership from Regent University. She has an MBA and BA in behavioral neuroscience from Lehigh University. She works full-time for Celgene Corporation and is an adjunct professor of leadership in the MBA program at DeSales University. And she lives right here in Salisbury with um, her husband, Brian, and two children, Hunter and Brooke, who attend our schools. Um, So we're really excited to be able to talk with her about her work, and she's been involved in various leadership roles within her company, church, community, our schools, and recognizes the importance of leadership at every level, um, particularly in children. So using her background in leadership and her own children as an inspiration, she developed the ever-important concepts in her book, A to Z of Being the Best Leader You Can Be, and Randy and I really enjoyed uh, checking out your book. Um, Mrs. Brennan shared it with us, so we were able to uh, check it out and get a nice preview. Absolutely. So welcome. Thank you so much. I, I'm honored to be here and, and very proud to be in the Salisbury School District. Just really impressed with the efforts that the two of you are doing um, just with the vision of our school district. So thank well, you. Well, thank you. We're very excited to speak with one of our own um, who's who's published a book and done such really interesting work. So let's start mm-hmm. off um, learning a little bit more about the big ideas behind A to Z of being the best leader you can be. And what inspired you to write this book about leadership for children? Sure. So if I flip back a few years, I was just finishing up the doctoral work in strategic leadership. And it was the culmination of the program. And of course, you have to put together this, you know, final dissertation project. And I had spent several years in areas unrelated to children's leadership. And I was really struggling with wanting to put together some type of of output that was going to be meaningful. And, you know, I had this desire to change the world. And at the time, as I was processing all of this, my daughter, Brooke, who was seven at the time and in one of your elementary schools, um, very innocently said to me, well, shouldn't children know how to be good leaders too? And uh, it was at that moment, I was just struck that, wow, this is something that we need to be thinking about. And so I looked at all the uh, resources that were available and other than the one that our school district was using at the time, 
really there, there was not a whole lot. And um, so I really started to think about this. And that very night, the idea and concept of my manuscript blossomed. So I, I really think that um, it's important for us to understand we today as educators, as parents, we have the awesome responsibility of raising tomorrow's leaders. And, and this is something that we need to take very seriously. And so throughout um, the next few months of my research, I kept thinking, well, what's different? What's different for children to understand about leadership versus what we should, as adults should know about leadership? And the answer is simple, it's the same. So it, it boils down to one thing and it's really about influence. And as adults, I mean, that's what leadership is. It's about influencing others to make similar choices and hopefully positive choices. And for children, the same thing, for them to make good choices every day and influence the peers around them to do similar things. So it really boils down to one thing is that it's about modeling good character. So you've made this book really accessible um, to readers. And in the introduction of the book, you explain the layout in which you use the letters of the alphabet to share 26 leadership concepts. And you have a very focused structure for each of those letters. So talk to us a little bit about the structure of the book and the settings in which our listeners might use it. Sure. So I did choose to use the popular A to Z format and I paired with it names to be relatable to children. And I used you know, a very diverse mix of characters and names. And then I thought back over my years of my doctoral work and really paired um, leadership traits for each of those letters of the alphabet that, again, I, I thought were the most important, regardless whether you're children or adults. And so I paired those together. And so the format is as such. It's First of all, I, I loved my illustrator. She was fantastic. She was local to the Lehigh Valley as well. And so she brought all of my characters to life as I wrote all these little stories. And then she you know, brought them to life. I, I think children can relate a lot better by seeing the, the vision of, of what they look like at the beginning. And then each of the chapters has a very simple definition of that leadership trait. It's followed by what's... what's um, what it means for them and you know what really that leadership trait could mean on a day-to-day -day basis and then i provide the little story short story vignette of what it looks like in practice so i have a variety of different settings so it may be in the school it could be in the classroom it could be in the locker room it could be you know at home and in different activities again i just wanted a lot of variety and diversity so that so I included um, a diverse mix of characters and settings so that children could all relate to at least one character in this book. Mm -hmm. And then at the end, I provide five discussion questions for educators to use in the classroom setting, um, maybe a principal or a guidance counselor to use as a student is in with them, that they could just pull this up and talk about a particular character trait and then have the discussion questions or even for parents to use as they're tucking in their children at night and to go through these discussion questions. And then the very last thing of every chapter is a fun activity and every single activity in the book is unique per letter. So um, it just provides a lot of interest and, and fun activity and a way to reinforce the learnings in every chapter. Mm -hmm. So I love this idea that you were inspired by your own children. 
Yeah. Um, you know, how many people can say that and then have um, this product, uh, this result of, of that inspiration and that work that you were doing? I think that's a that's a really fabulous story. Yeah. So of all the concepts, leadership concepts that you include in the book, how did you arrive at those? How did you pick those 26? Yeah, I really just thought through. So for some of them, I thought of the characters' names first and then really paired as I started to develop the characters. So I'll give a few examples. Alex, the accepting leader. Um, so, you know, I thought about the leadership traits of A's. I wrote a whole bunch down and then I thought through what could this look like for a child. And so I came up with Alex, the accepting leader, who is just a student who's very supportive of, of other students uh, near him. And then Brooke, the brave leader. I mean, this is obviously Brooke was my inspiration as well as my son Hunter. But for Brooke, the brave leader, because of I, I hate to admit it, but the bullying epidemic that we have in America today that one was, was again, near and dear to my heart to really talk about what does it mean to be brave? What does it mean when you need to stand up for another child, not just yourself, but to have that courage to stand up for another child? And so, and, and then C is culturally sensitive, Chloe, the culturally sensitive leader. So again, it's like, I, ju I just really thought through what do children need to focus on? And so I did that for every chapter and uh, very, very pleased with the selection that came out of it and the characters that got paired with those traits. So thinking about uh, the traits that you paired with the characters, you also added these quotes that you didn't talk to us about yet. Um, you know, what do you hope that the readers, whether it's a parent tucking the child in at night or the principal having a conversation or a counselor or maybe somebody working um, in a church setting even. Um, you know, what do you hope the readers and their adult facilitators in some cases, you have kids reading and in other cases you have the adults reading, um, take away from the stories and discussions and quotes in this book? Yeah, so so again, I, the quotes, and I, and I did forget to mention that earlier, I do have a quote at the beginning of every chapter. And that's again, to just recognize out there for for children to recognize that other people have seen and, and recognize that these particular traits are important. So one of my favorite is Quinn, the quiet leader. Um, I, I think that a lot of times we think that leaders should be this megaphone holding type A personality and children that are quiet or shy, I want them to realize they have a voice. So the quote I used there was that silence is golden. And, and the example of this character, Quinn, in the story is that she is quieter. She has a friend who's very chatty, very loud, and tends to miss a lot of the instruction. So I know we've all had that right, in classrooms. And Quinn is quiet. She's, she's deliberate about listening intently so that she can get the instructions that the teachers give. And then she helps her friends who tend to be more chatty and miss the instructions and shares that guidance with them. And so in her very own individualistic way, she is a leader because she can influence them in a positive way because she tends to listen. And, you know, and the thing about quiet children or quiet people is that when they do finally have something to say, it tends to be pretty important. So, you know, that that's just one example that I want children to relate to at least one character in this book. And if they can do that and say, oh my word, they're like me and, and they stepped up and were, you know, a great example of leadership, then it's a win in my eyes. The other thing that I, I want to mention is that not every one of these characters exemplified that leadership trait at the beginning of the story. 
So mm -hmm. Hunter, the honest leader, told a fib to his mom, he and his brother, and then they told another one. But by the end of the story, he ended up realizing how important it is to tell the truth and, and to admit when you've done something wrong. So again, just very relatable because I don't want children to think they need to be perfect at all of this, but that they can overcome, you know, something that may be a bad choice that they've made by making the right choice moving forward. They can evolve as leaders. Exactly. Yeah. Like all of us. And and showing. Yeah. That. And I, I just, I think that um, reading the book connect, but develop this sense of confidence that they can be self-aware of who they are and the, and the natural personalities and skills they have, and they can use this then um, to just influence others, but have this sense of, of self-respect for themselves and others and um, that they can be a leader at any age. It's not about position as we know as adults, I mean, you can be a leader at any level and children can be leaders at any age. Mm -hmm. One of the connections I'm making to what you just said and to what you said earlier was that these are concepts and traits that are learnable. Um, that we don't necessarily born with these things. It's it, we can, we can read the story and we can see how the characters grow and, like you said, they may not have had that concept or that characteristic at the beginning, but they learned. And I think that's an important message mm -hmm. that comes through here, too. And I'm sure that, you know, when children or anybody reads this book, even adults, I think would recommend it for adults as well, uh, mm -hmm. is that you can relate to more than one of these characters, I'm sure. Um, they're, Absolutely. They're all yeah. quite relatable. Um, so to wrap this up, um, what's next for Yvonne? What are you working on that you'd like to share? That's the question I ask myself every day, but um, <laughs> I've had several parents that have asked me, you know, what, what do you have for older children? What do you have for my teenager? And I think that it's certainly, you know, something to consider of, you know, how should this um, morph and evolve? And my children are very involved in Salisbury in many activities, many sports. And what keeps coming back to me is um, this opportunity for student athletes. And so right now I actually have the outline written. I don't know how quickly it's gonna get um, turned into a manuscript, but this whole concept of uh, what it means to lead like a champion for student athletes. So on and off the court or the field, um, whatever that might be. I, I, my hope is that coaches take uh, advantage of this awesome opportunity to not only create um, a winning attitude in, in these young men and women, but teach them what, what it looks like to lose in, in a healthy way. And, you know, how can they mold positive character traits in, in the youth? So that's, that's what I'm thinking um, is, is probably a need out there. I'm sure there are some great resources, but again, I want to make this a, a simple resource that can be in the hands of, of coaches at many levels. Well, that sounds like a, a nice extension to your work and, and to your expertise as well. Yeah, thank making, you. I'm making the connection, Yvonne, that um, implicitly or explicitly in your book, you really emphasize a point that Randy and I often share between the two of ourselves, that leaders are learners. You know, we are learning exactly. every day. And now you're making that connection to on the court, off the court, how do you learn to be a leader and how do you have another perspective um, modeled the way for you through the coaching lens or um, 
whether it's a coach or a parent volunteer coaching just through another lens. So appreciate that extension as well. So thank you so much for joining us, Yvonne. We really appreciate the time that you've taken to talk with us um, as we are actually on a snow day today and your kids are home (laughs) from Salisbury. And they were quiet this whole time. Yeah, very good. Well done, kids. Um, Yeah, well done. (laughs) So to learn more about Yvonne's work, you can visit YvonneBleem.com and you can also check out her TEDx talk um, in the show notes. So each episode, we leave you with a question to think about with the idea of provoking conversation. And this episode's question, how can you use A to Z of being the best leader you can be with learners and leaders in your life? If you've enjoyed this episode, would like to comment or check out the resources shared today, visit the show notes at tltalkradio.org and look for season four, episode 26. That's all for now. We'll be back soon with more conversations featuring other innovative thought leaders. Thanks again, Yvonne. Thank you. Thanks, Yvonne. Bye-bye. Bye. Do you want to simplify your school's technology, save teachers time, and improve students' performance on state assessments? You can do it all, but don't waste another minute. Head straight to IXL.com forward slash BE to learn how IXL's research-proven teaching and learning platform can help you achieve all of these goals. That's IXL.com forward slash BE.